0: Over to
1: We know ball. We know ball. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 60 of the We Know Ball podcast. Today is a really special one because it's about as close as it's going to get to full on football time, football season. College football starting here in, I guess, like three or four days, It is Monday, August 28th, 2023. I say three or four days because Thursday, believe it or not, this week, features some top 25 college football action. So you get through Thursday, I'm assuming there's games on Friday. Saturday, of course, is a loaded slate. Sunday, there's some more carryover college football games. And I believe even Monday. We'll take a look here at the college football slate quickly, and we're just going to glaze over that and not talk too much about any other sport. Not because we don't want to or because this is only a football show, because it's not just a football show. We know ball is all sports all the time. The problem is, as we sit here in August, there's no hockey. There's no basketball and baseball at the moment is sort of in those dog days of summer lullified parts of the season where pretty much everybody has separated themselves and you can kind of tell at this point who the serious contenders are going to be. And we could talk about that a little bit and we probably will. But we also have the We Know Baseball podcast, which is a baseball only show And we get more in-depth about baseball specifically on that show. So if you haven't heard it or haven't listened to it, go check it out. Definitely Uh, recapping quickly. The college football that went on this past week, week zero basically is what they like to call it. USC played uh, San Jose state, Caleb Williams, quarterback and Heisman front runner, at least going into the season four TDs, you know, I mean, against San Jose state, Anything less than that would have been concerning. So, you know, seeing Kayla Williams throw 14 TDs, it's like, okay, like that's exactly, you know, that's it right there. Number six, USC, by the way. So top top 10 team in USC, taking on San Jose State, beat the crap out of them, 56 to 28. At half, it was 21-14 USC. So obviously... You know, people always say that, and and I I see both sides. You know, because some games sometimes you can't you can't just dominate the whole game. Like you can't just dominate from you can, but people are like oh well at halftime it was close. It's like well that's great, but there's also two more quarters of football, and those count just as much as the first two quarters. So. I get it, you know, all in all, when the game's finished, it's 56-28, USC gets the win. Pretty convincing fashion, Um, but as far as, like, moving them, it's not going to do anything. Just as expected. Number 13, Notre Dame took on the uh, triple option offense of the Navy midshipmen in Ireland, believe it or not. They played each other in Dublin Island on Saturday. Notre Dame, number 13, uh, 42-3. Sam Hartman, the transfer quarterback for Notre Dame, transferred from Wake Forest, sixth-year guy, I believe, looked pretty solid, looked pretty solid. Again, not an incredibly impressive opponent in Navy, so potentially take that with kind of a grain of salt, but, I mean, again, same situation as Caleb Williams in USC. Go out and kill him, and there won't be any concerns, and that's what they did. So those are the only two; those were the only two top twenty five teams in action this past week, week zero. Uh, those games counted. So I mean they're they're all legit; they're all part of of the schedule. But as I mentioned before, uh, some of the action going into this weekend is just absolutely electric. I think I was mistaken with Friday because it doesn't look like there's any top twenty five action on Friday, this upcoming Friday. But Thursday night, I mentioned top twenty five action, arguably arguably besides uh looking through this yeah looking through the schedule there's a game on Sunday night uh that's pretty good but besides so I'll just tell you right now Sunday Sunday night this upcoming Sunday September 3rd number 18 Oregon State takes on San Jose State again San Jose State featured in another apparently just big primetime game don't know why whatever um That's a top 25 game on Sunday night, Oregon State, San Jose State. But sun, that's actually Sunday afternoon, 1:30. Sunday evening, September 3rd, number 5 LSU, number 8, Florida State. Camping World kickoff in Orlando, neutral site. Top 10 matchup to open the week. Although it is a Sunday game. Point is that based on rankings and just the expectations for both of those teams, um, that's a huge game. That's the biggest game of the week by far. And it's kind of cool, to be honest, that it's on a Sunday because we're going to have all these Saturday action, all these top teams taking on a lot of them kind of crap teams, to be honest. But you get to see all the top teams play. What I was referencing and why I mentioned that top 10 matchup between LSU and Florida State on Sunday is because I believe besides that top 10 matchup, I think the game of the week is the Thursday night game, August 31st, number 14, Utah taking on Florida at Utah, like Salt Lake City, you know, home game. Now, Florida is unranked. Utah is number 14 but it's a six and a half point spread for Utah. Florida is a good football team. Like they're, they're solid. Uh, they don't have Anthony Richardson anymore. I get it. Utah will probably win that game, but it's an sec opponent against the top 25 team. It's always going to be a really good entertaining matchup. I think these teams had previously uh, agreed uh, to a home and home series of some sorts. And I think last year they played at Florida, Utah, beat them i think or maybe florida won i can't remember but it was a good game uh some other interesting games on the slate tc number 17 tcu former uh you know college football playoff participant last year taking on cu colorado university colorado boulder aka deon sanders and that star-studded apparently roster that he's attempted to construct at colorado however TCU is a 20 and a half point favorite also that game i i don't know i don't know why they do 10 a.m. kickoffs uh or I, at least in in Texas's sense it's 11 a.m. local time why I, why why i don't i think it should be against the law for any game that features a top 25 team to kick off at any time later than 1 PM local time gives everybody the opportunity that's going to the game and participating as far as fans and players and get your normal rest, normal night's sleep. Then wake up at 8 AM and have plenty of time. Whether you're a player to get out of bed, get a good meal in you get out of the stadium Get stretched out. Get your work done that you need. As far as outsiders go, fan-wise, gives you time to get up at normal time, eat some breakfast, mosey on down to the stadium, start having some drinks, some social sparklers, and then ultimately get ready for the game and get lubed up ready to go. But to have an 11 a.m. kickoff, honestly, it should be illegal. It should be illegal for them to... To have a top 25 matchup or for for instance this weekend a game like tcu and colorado huge storyline, team that just went to the playoff new head coach and deon sanders 11 a.m local kickoff what are we doing what how how could that possibly be beneficial to anybody it can't be because now you're tcu or let's say you're colorado Colorado operates an hour behind Texas. So now Colorado's got to show up. They're an hour behind. They wake up on Saturday at the team hotel. At, at what time? It's an 11 a.m. kickoff. They got to be at the field three hours before, at least three hours before. That means you're arriving at 8 a.m. at the stadium. That means the team bus is probably leaving at 7.15, 7.30. That means you got to eat breakfast, so it's, it's probably a 5.45 to 6 a.m. wake-up call for the Colorado football players. But 5.45, 6 a.m., that's local time. So that's 4.45 to 5 a.m. for the guys coming in from Colorado to play against TCU. How in God's name is that necessary? How is that possible? How is that allowed? It's the same thing in the NFL. The NFL doesn't have any kickoffs that are before one o'clock local time. And somehow college is just like, forget about it. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. kickoff. That's crazy, dude. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being, maybe I'm just nitpicking here, but. I just think they should load up this, like even noon. Noon is, is, is okay. It, it's still, it's, it's, it's late. Like that's fine. Noon local, noon local time. Uh, the I guess probably the main, honestly, the main contributing factor is the TV schedules, right? It's just like the NFL, where the NFL has the the first slate, second slate, and then like Sunday night. But college, I just maybe just spread them out. I don't know. I I just that they don't all have to start at at. 1 p.m or a uh, noon eastern like they don't all have to start at noon eastern i don't i don't get why you know and i know fox has their big noon kickoff or whatever i just lame i think that's super i think it's lame to to have a uh local kickoff time at 11 a.m i mean i went to two games last season that were uh 11 a.m local time or was it was it last year or two years ago? Regardless, I've been to games at TCU, believe it or not, with my brother going there. And I went to the Texas and Alabama game last year. And both of them were 11 a.m. local time kickoffs. Like what? Alabama and Texas? And Fox gets the, br- the broadcasting rights and makes it a noon kickoff local time. FYI, that was back in September. It was a trillion, trillion degrees. Incredibly, like make that game a 5 p.m. local time kickoff. 5 p.m. Why not? It has to be. Anyways, I digress. Pretty good slate this weekend. Obviously, all the top 25 teams getting into action at some point. Rounded out by, I mentioned, uh, LSU, Florida State on Sunday night, and then Monday night, actually, there's also some college football action with number 9 Clemson taking on Duke. So the old... Carolina battle there if you will. Um Clemson and South Carolina Duke in located geographically in North Carolina. So, that wraps up pretty much the college football recap if you will. But this episode is going to continue on the theme of football. And in doing so, what we're going to do for the remainder of the episode is we're going to break down and predict and give out the records of the entire nfl and we're gonna go through each nfl team and we're gonna look at each game on their schedule and we're gonna give them a win we're gonna give them a loss we're gonna add them all up together and ultimately give out what we believe to be these teams final records when it's all said and done okay we're gonna go through every nfl team Every team, some will be quicker than others. Some will take a little bit more detailed time to, uh, potentially make our predictions to some degree, but we're ultimately going to go, you know, it, we go to, uh, let's say who's a bad, bad team. Um, really bad team. Like who had the first pick? Okay. Well, we could do like, like Carolina or the Falcons. Like those teams are probably going to go through and be like, Falcons, Bucks loss. Falcons, Saints loss. Falcons, Packers lot. Like you know not I even mean? It'll be it'll be quick for some of those teams, but some of the other teams, you know, we'll have to see their schedule. I know there's a lot of really intriguing matchups um, as you get towards those middle weeks of the season. But I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to break it down and make my ultimate predictions. And honestly. I fully expect there to be a situation where the scheduling doesn't make sense, right? I give teams a win here, win there, win here, win there. Probably going to make some mistakes along the way. But you know what? That's what life's about. Life's about mistakes. So it's time to dive into it. Predicting the NFL scheduled. uh, Let's say it like this. Predicting every NFL team's final record based on regular season schedule and we'll jump straight into it we're gonna start with the AFC East and we're gonna go all the way through it Uh, we're gonna you know make our predictions based on everything we have and uh, give the final record for those those teams okay so starting in the AFC East Buffalo Bills Schedule prediction opening the week, or I should say, uh, opening the season Monday night football, September 11th, Bills at Jets. Pretty cool, if I'm being honest. Two uh, New York teams taking on each other on uh, what is a pretty historic day on the calendar. For not just the United States, of course, but New York specifically, September 11th. So I'm sure there'll probably be some tributes to some degree for that game. Uh, it'll be, you know, kind of a high emotion game. Bills at the Jets, Aaron Rodgers' first game in New York, Bills win that game. Bills versus Raiders at home, that's an automatic win. Bills at the Washington Commanders, that's a win. Buffalo against Miami in Buffalo, that gives them a win. Buffalo's 4-0. Buffalo taking on Jacksonville in what appears to be London.
0: That's a win. Buffalo
1: taking on New York meaning the Giants at home, that's also a win. Buffalo at New England, that's a win. Buffalo against Tampa Bay at home, that's a win. Now, Buffalo's taking on Cincinnati week nine at Cincinnati. This is going to be where Buffalo comes across their first loss of the season. First loss. The next week they play against the Denver Broncos on what appears to be Monday night football at home. They're going to win that game. Then they play the New York jets at Buffalo in November. Going to be a cold game. They're also going to win that game and they're going to sweep the jets. The following week, they play the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. They will lose that game. Then they have a bye. Then they play at Kansas city. They will lose that game as well. They play the Cowboys at home. In week 15, they'll beat them. They play the Chargers at LA in week 16, and they will lose that game. They'll be dealing with maybe an injury, Josh Allen. Who knows? But they're going to lose to the the Chargers. They play New England at home. They'll beat them, and then they play at Miami to round out the season, and they will win that game. So going through their schedule, they're going to lose to Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Kansas City, and Los Angeles. That puts them at 13 and 4 as a final record for the Buffalo Bills. Ultimately, it will probably be good enough uh, to get them into the postseason. 13 and 4 for the bill, for the Buffalo Bills. <clears throat> Going through the Miami Dolphins schedule. Miami Dolphins schedule. Week one at Los Angeles. The Dolphins lose that game. Week two at New England, the Dolphins win that game. Then they play the Broncos at home. They will beat the Broncos in Miami. They are at Buffalo. They will definitely lose that game. They play against the New York Giants. They beat the Giants. They play Carolina. They beat them. They go to Philadelphia. They lose that game. They play at home against New England. They'll beat them. They play at home against Kansas City. They will lose that game. Home against Vegas, win. At New York, the Jets, that's a loss. At New York, that's a loss. In November, late November, cold game. It's it's going to be tough. They play at Washington. They beat them. They play against Tennessee on a Monday night game. At home, importantly, and they're going to beat them. They play against New York, and they will lose that game as well in Miami. They play against Dallas. They'll beat them. They play against Baltimore at Baltimore. They will lose that game. And they play against Buffalo to round out the season, and they will lose that game. So all in all, going through their schedule, their losses across the year will be in week one against the Chargers, week four against Buffalo, week seven against Philly week nine against Kansas city week 12 against New York week 15 against New York and week 17 against Baltimore. So that gives them seven losses that finalizes their record at 10 and seven for the Miami dolphins in 2023. I don't mind that. I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, the dolphins are a good team, uh, but 10 and seven is is right where I'd have them. And that's fine. That's probably going to be good enough to get into the playoffs. We'll have to take a look uh, and be you know definitive on that to some degree, but ultimately it's not bad. I mean, it's not a bad record at all. Okay,
0: moving on. New England Patriots 2023
1: record. Patriots are going to be down bad this year. It's going to be a tough year for them. I don't think they are the most horrendous and embarrassing team in the NFL. They may steal some wins throughout the season, but ultimately, it might be tough go. So looking at uh, New England Patriots schedule. Week one against Philly, that's a loss. Week two against Miami, that's a loss. Week three against New York, at New York, meaning the Jets, that's a loss. Week four at Dallas. It's a really interesting matchup. I think Dallas beats them in that game. At uh, week five in New England against New Orleans, they'll get their first win of the season. Week Week six at Las Vegas, that's a win. Week seven against Buffalo, they lose that game. Week 8 at Miami, they lose that game. They beat Washington in Week 9. They beat the Colts in Week 10. Uh, so hold on. Let me recap here. They're, lo- they're Oh, the bye week's 11. Okay, got it. So Week 1, they lose to Philly. Week 2, they lose to Miami. Week 3, they lose to New York. Week 4, they lose to Dallas. Week 5, they beat the, the Saints. Week 6, they beat the Raiders. Week 7, they lose to Buffalo. Week 8, they lose to Miami. Weeks 9 and 10, they go back-to-back wins against Washington and Indy. They have a bye. At New York in Week 12, they lose that game. They lose Week 13 against the Chargers. They beat Pittsburgh in Week 14. They lose to Kansas City in Week 15. They lose to Denver in Week 16. They lose to Buffalo in Week 17. And they lose to the, uh, the Jets in Week 18. That puts them at twelve losses. That's five and twelve for the New England Patriots this year, and I think that's pretty accurate. I think that's pretty legitimate. We'll have to see how it plays out, but I don't like very much about what the New England Patriots have to offer this season. Final team of the AFC East: the New York Football Jets. Uh, interesting sort of uh, situation for the Jets. They got man, they just they got a lot going on, but you know you got aaron Rodgers, you got a new situation going on um but i like the jets this year and i like aaron Rodgers. we'll go through their schedule and see what they got cooking up so the jets in week one against buffalo they will lose that football game week two at dallas they win week three against new england they win week four against kansas city that's a loss week five against the denver broncos that's also a loss Week six against Philly. That's a loss. Early bye week for week seven. Then they go to New York. They beat the New York Jets. Week nine, they go to Los Angeles or they're at home against the Chargers. They beat them. Then they play the Raiders. They beat them. At Buffalo, week 11, that's a loss. Miami,
0: week 12. At home.
1: They beat, they win that game week 13. They beat Atlanta week 14. They beat Houston week 15 at Miami. That's a loss. They beat Washington in week 16. They beat Cleveland in, in week 17 and they beat new England in week 18. Ultimately looking at the Jets' schedule, they kind of have a cupcake last five weeks and because of that, I think ultimately they lose six games. 11-6 and six is the final record for the New York Jets. And I like that record overall. I think they lose some tough road games. Um, I think they lose to the good opponents in their division. But they play teams like Atlanta, Houston, Washington, Cleveland. I mean, my goodness. Those are four or five gift-wrapped. I mean, they play Vegas. Gift-wrapped. Cupcake wins for the Jets like this Aaron Rodgers by himself is going to beat those teams so at the end of the AFC East I had the Bills at 12 and 4 I had the Jets at 11 13 and 4 for the Bills the Jets at 11 and 6 the Dolphins at 10 and 7 and I think I had the Patriots at 5 and 12 i think that's pretty accurate i think that's almost exactly how it's going to be okay one division down and eight nine more to go seven more to go moving from the afc east to the afc north afc richmond (laughs) afc north uh First team on the slate in the AFC North, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are an interesting case here. You can never count against Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh. Jim's the Michigan guy. John Harbaugh, the head coach. Lamar Jackson's a really talented athlete. They got a handful of running backs to choose from. They're always going to have a good and competitive defense to some degree. So let's go through the Baltimore Ravens schedule 2023. Houston a week one automatic win. Week two, they lose to Cincinnati. Then they beat Indianapolis in week three. They beat Cleveland in week four. They lose to Pittsburgh in week five. They beat Tennessee in week six. They lose to Detroit in week seven. They beat Arizona in week eight. They lose to Seattle in week nine. They beat Cleveland in week 10. They lose to Cincinnati in week 11. They lose to the Chargers in week 12. But then they beat the Rams in week 14. They beat Jacksonville in week 15. They lose to San Francisco in week 16. They beat Miami in week 17 and they beat Pittsburgh in week 18. All in all, I got that as a 10 and seven record for the Baltimore Ravens, which I think is very respectable. They have a handful of gift-wrapped wins coming into this season with Arizona, with Cleveland, twice. Uh, Indianapolis is not good. Houston to start the year is garbage. And yeah, those are some gift-wrapped wins. I think 10 and 7, that could vary, plus or minus one win and one loss. That could be 9 and 8. That could be 11 and 6. But they're not going to be any more, any less than that. Okay. So Baltimore Ravens at uh, 10 and 7. Up next in the AFC North, Joe Scheiste, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and the absolutely loaded Cincinnati Bengals just swagged out of their mind. Okay. Bengals 2023 schedule prediction week one at cleveland that's a win week two at baltimore that's a win week two against the rams that's a win week f- well, let me start it over because i think i counted up the weeks and I also want to be sure i just don't immediately jump to conclusions because week one at cleveland that's definitely a win for the Bengals. week two at home against baltimore which i do think is important baltimore is a tough opponent to play at baltimore but cincinnati's at home in week two they beat baltimore They're also at home wing week three against the Rams, and they'll beat them. Then they go to Tennessee in week four. That's a win. They go to Arizona in week five. That's a win. Week six, again, Seattle, tough opponent to play at Seattle, but they're at home, which is extremely favorable. Such a huge difference for Cincinnati. And because they're at home, they beat Seattle, and they go into their early bye week of week seven, six and oh. They go to San Francisco in week eight. They lose that game. They come back home against Buffalo, and they win that game. Then they play Houston at home, scroll through W. They play Baltimore at Baltimore, and I think they win that game also. Then they play Pittsburgh in Week 12. They lose that game. They beat Jacksonville on uh, Week 13. Indianapolis, week 14, automatic win. They play Minnesota in week 15 at home. That's a win. They play at Pittsburgh in week 16 and they lose again. That's three. They play at Kansas City in week 17 and they win that game. Then they play Cleveland in week 18 and they win that game. Ultimately come out with four losses, 13-4 and for the Cincinnati Bengals this year. I think that's accurate. They have a very easy first five weeks minus Baltimore. But that's at home. And some of the more intimidating opponents that are non-division opponents, they got extremely beneficial outcomes in terms of home and road they play at home against seattle they play uh, at home against the rams just favorable so 13 and 4 for the Bengals. moving on to cleveland i think it's gonna be a tough year
0: in cleveland but we'll, we'll see
1: 2023 schedule for the cleveland browns week one against cincinnati that's a loss week two against pittsburgh that's a loss week three against tennessee they win that game
0: okay week four against baltimore
1: that's a loss then they have a week five by week a week five by week that is crazy week six against san francisco they lose that game they beat indianapolis in week seven they lose to seattle in week eight they beat arizona in week nine they lose to baltimore uh in week 10 so at this point they have one two three four five losses they beat seattle in week nine they lose to Baltimore in week 10. They lose to Pittsburgh in week 11. They lose to the Broncos in week 12. They beat the Rams in week 13. They lose to Jacksonville in week 14. They lose to Chicago in week 15. They beat Houston in week 16. They lose to the Jets in week 17. And they lose to Cincinnati in week 18. That puts them with 12 losses. That puts them at 5-12. and 12. I think there's not much more you can do with the Cleveland Browns this year. They have talented players in their roster, but ultimately their division is just too tough. And they're seeing other teams improve drastically around them. Kenny Pickett might be solid. We'll get into Pittsburgh here in a second. Five and 5-12 for the Cleveland Browns in 2023. The last team in the AFC North, Pittsburgh Steelers. 2023 schedule prediction for the Pittsburgh Steelers is as follows. Week one, San Francisco, that's a loss. They play Cleveland in week two, they beat them. They play Vegas in week three, they beat them. They play Houston at Houston in week four, they beat them. Then they play Baltimore, they lose to Baltimore. By week in week six, they play the Rams in week seven, they beat them. They play Jacksonville in week eight, that's a loss. They play
0: Tennessee in week nine,
1: they beat them. Then they play Green Bay in week 10. They beat them. They play Cleveland in week 11. They beat them at Cincinnati in week 12. That's a loss. They beat Arizona in week 13. They beat New England in week 14. They beat Indianapolis in week 15. Then they go Cincinnati, Seattle, and Baltimore to end the season. Loss, loss, loss. Scuffling three straight, but 10 and seven, Gets them into the postseason. Ten and seven for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. I think they're a good enough club. I think I like ten and seven for them. Kenny Pickett looks like he's drastically improved. Mike Tomlin is an incredibly gifted head coach. He never finishes under five hundred ever as a head coach. So I got ten and seven for Pittsburgh Steelers. All in all, recapping the AFC North, I think I had the Bengals at thirteen and four. I think I had the Ravens at. 10 and seven Pittsburgh at 10 and seven and the Cleveland Browns at five and 12. I think that's going to be pretty darn accurate in the AFC North.
0: AFC South. AFC South. Interesting division.
1: Some of these teams may be going through it this year. And we'll start with the Houston Texans. AFC South, Houston Texans, what do you got for me in the regular season? I'll tell you right now. Baltimore week one, they lose. Week two against Indy, they lose. Week three against Jacksonville, they lose. Week four against Pittsburgh, they lose. They get their first win of the season in week five against the Atlanta Falcons. Week six against the New Orleans Saints, they lose. At Carolina, week eight, battle of one and two Overall draft picks, they beat Carolina. They lose to Tampa Bay in week nine. They lose to Cincinnati in week 10. Arizona, they beat them. Jacksonville, they lose in week 12. They lose to Denver in week 13. They lose to New York in week 14. They lose to Tennessee in week 15. They beat Cleveland in week 16. They lose to to Tennessee in week 17. And they beat the Indianapolis Colts in week 18. So to recap, the losses are Baltimore, Indy, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, Jacksonville again, Denver, New York, Tennessee, Tennessee, and that's it. So 12 losses for the Houston Texans this year puts them at 5-12. and I think CJ Stroud looks okay, but ultimately their offensive line is, is not great. The defense is not great. And they'll beat the bad teams, but they will compete. They might sneak a couple of sneaky victories here and there. I am very intrigued about that week eight matchup at Carolina against Bryce Young. That'll be a really cool game to watch. But ultimately, 5-12 and 12 for the Houston Texans, I think, is is pretty comfortable. Up next is the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC South. Don't ask me why Indianapolis, a, a one of the more northern cities in the country, is located in, in a division labeled with the South. That is neither here nor there. Week one against Jacksonville, they beat them. Week two against, oh no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me start over. Week one against Jacksonville, that's a loss for the Colts. Week two, they beat Houston. Week three, they lose to Baltimore. Week four, they lose to the Rams. Week 5, they lose to Tennessee. Week 6, they lose to Jacksonville. Week 7, they beat Cleveland. Week 8, they lose to New Orleans. Week 9, they beat Carolina. Week 10, they beat New England. Then they lose to Tampa in Week 12. They lose to Tennessee in Week 13. They lose to Cincinnati in Week 14. They lose to Pittsburgh in Week 15. They beat Atlanta in Week 16. They beat Vegas in week 17 and they beat Houston in week 18. That is a 7-10 record for the Indianapolis Colts this year. I think that's legitimate. I think that's fair. I like Anthony Richardson. I like their defense. It's always a co- really competitive defense in Indianapolis, but I think 7-10 is very fair, very marginal. Uh, it's going to be, again, a plus or minus one or two wins there, but the Colts are not going to be. In in competing for a playoff spot, let's just say that. Okay, Uh, moving on in Jacksonville in the AFC South. Everyone's high on the Jags this year, and guess what? So am I. Let's go, Jacksonville Jaguars schedule 2023. Indianapolis week one, dub. They lose to Kansas City week two. No, no problem. One and one. They beat Houston in week three. They beat Atlanta in week four. They're gonna lose to Buffalo in week five. They beat uh let's see indianapolis in week six okay wait yeah so back up again they beat india week one they lose to kansas city they beat houston they beat atlanta they lose to buffalo they beat indianapolis they beat the new orleans saints they lose to pittsburgh in week eight week nine by just absolutely perfect dead central they lose to san francisco At home against Tennessee, they beat them. They beat Houston again. They lose to Cincinnati. They beat Cleveland. They lose to Baltimore. They beat Tampa Bay. They beat Carolina. And then they lose to Tennessee. That, to recap what their losses of the year, is Kansas City, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, San Francisco. One loss to Tennessee, Cincinnati. And I got them at 11-6. and I think 11 and 6 for the Jags this year. Trevor Lawrence comes into his own, all things considered. Uh, it's going to be a good year for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm high on them, 11 and 6. I might have messed that up somewhere.
0: If they're not 11 and 6, they're 10 and 7.
1: Either way, they're in the playoffs and they're going to win that division. I think. Last but not least in the AFC South. Okay we have got Tennessee Tennessee Titans schedule. Tennessee Titans, always an interesting club, right? Mike Vrabel knows what he's doing. He knows how to coach a team. The quarterback situation is a little bit foggy, but you got Derrick Henry. So let's run through it. Tennessee in week one against New Orleans, that's a win. They play the Chargers in week two, loss. Cleveland, week three, win. Cincinnati in week four, loss. Indianapolis in week five, Win. Baltimore, week six, loss. Three and three through six games, week seven, bye. Atlanta, week eight, they win. Pittsburgh in week nine, they lose. At Tampa Bay, week 10, win. At Jacksonville in week 11, loss. Carolina, week 12, win. Indianapolis, week 13, win. At Miami, week 14, loss. Houston, week 15, win seattle week 16 loss houston week 17 win week 18 against jacksonville loss that puts them at nine and eight tennessee titans seems like every single year they're a nine and eight ball club but they're not going to win the division They're solid enough just with Derrick Henry, Mike Vrabel, and the defensive presence in Tennessee to get eight or nine wins. I have them at nine and eight coming into this year. I think that's respectable. I think that's expected. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen. So to recap the AFC South, I think we had Jacksonville at 11 and six. We had Tennessee at nine and eight. We had the Colts at seven and 10. And I think we had Houston at four and 13, right? think yeah i think that's about right last but not least and potentially the most intriguing division in the entire american football conference is the afc west starting out with the denver broncos 2023 schedule prediction let's go vegas week one dub washington week two dub at miami week three that is a loss Week four at Chicago, win. Week five, back home against New York, win. At Kansas City,
0: week six, they lose. Week seven against Green Bay, they lose. Week eight against Kansas City, they lose. Bye week. Week 10 against Buffalo, they lose.
1: Week 11, Minnesota at home Sunday night. Broncos win that game. Then they beat Cleveland. Then they beat Houston. Then they go on the road to Los Angeles. They lose that game. They go on the road to Detroit. They lose that game. They play New England at home. Victory. They play the Chargers in Denver on New Year's Eve. Beat them in the snow. And then they go to Vegas on January 7th to round out the season, and they get a victory, putting them at a final record of 10-7. and 7. I think 10-7 and 7 is very respectable for the Denver Broncos. They're going to play good defense. Sean Payton is a proven winner and i think russell wilson does have a bounce back year to some degree 10 and 7 i think is very respectable for the denver broncos of 2023 moving on Kansas city dun 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 the chiefs 2023 regular season schedule
0: let's see i mean patrick mahomes
1: bruh the guy's a freak Let's go through it, man. Week one, Detroit, win. Week two, Jacksonville, win. Week three, Chicago, win. Week four at New York, win. Week five at Minnesota, win. Week six against Denver, win. Week seven against the uh, LA Chargers at home, win. Week, week eight against Denver, at Denver, doesn't matter, win. Week nine, Miami, win. By week, week 10, they're 9-0 going into the bye week. Guess what? Week 11, Philly comes to town on Monday Night Football loss they lose that game fair enough vegas in week 12 win at green bay win buffalo at home win at new england week 15 win vegas week 16 win cincinnati week 17 loss at home cincinnati beats him at home Chargers week 18, they beat them. They finish off the year 15-2, and number one seed in the AFC. The Chiefs are crazy. Patrick Mahomes is crazy. Travis Kelsey is crazy. 15-2 and for the Kansas City Chiefs. Sin City, Las Vegas, 2023. Las Vegas Raiders. Schedule prediction. Jimmy G, meh. Monte Adams is good. Josh Jacobs is good. But man, is, are the Raiders just one of those teams that they find the best possible ways to lose football games? That being said, Las Vegas Raiders 2023 regular season schedule. Here we go. Denver week one, loss. Buffalo week two, loss. Pittsburgh week three, loss. Green Bay week four, loss. Or sorry. Chargers week four, loss. Let's start it over again because, by the way, that is a tough schedule for the first four weeks. Las Vegas at Denver week one, loss. At Buffalo week two, loss. Pittsburgh, loss. At L.A., loss. Week five, they beat the Green Bay Packers at home and get their first win of the season. Then they go to get New England at home. They beat them. They go to Chicago in week seven. They lose. They go to Detroit in week eight. They lose. They play the New York football giants at home, beat them. They play the New York football jets in week 10 at home, and they lose. They go to Miami in week 11. They lose. Kansas City in week 12. They lose. Minnesota in week 14. Loss. Then they play the Raiders or the, they play the Chargers at home. They beat them. They play Kansas City, in Kansas City they lose. They play Indianapolis, in Indianapolis, they lose. They play Denver, week 18, they lose. I got them with a ton of losses. Man, do they have a tough schedule. 13 losses in all for the Las Vegas Raiders, that puts them at 4-13. and 13. Until... They do something about Josh McDaniels. They will continue to be a wildly underperforming team. 4-13 and 13 for the Raiders. Last, but certainly not least, the LA Chargers. Brandon Staley. Justin Herbert. They got Eckler. They got all the boys. Let's get into the Chargers schedule for 2023. Week 1 versus Miami. That's a win.
0: At home. Week 2 at Tennessee. That's a loss.
1: Week 3 at Minnesota. That's a loss. Week 4. Las Vegas Raiders at home. W. 2-2. and Bye week. Dallas at home, they beat them. They play at Kansas City, loss. They play against the Chicago Bears, W. They play against the Jets in New York, that's a loss. They play Detroit at home, win. At Green Bay, loss. Baltimore, loss. New England, at New England,
0: loss. Denver? At home, W. Vegas at Vegas, loss. Versus Buffalo, win. At Denver, loss. Kansas City, loss. It may be... There may have to be a correction in here.
1: Their losses this year, Tennessee at Minnesota, at Kansas City, at New York, at Green Bay, at New England, at Denver, Buffalo, Kansas City again, Baltimore again. They'll beat Detroit. I think I had them losing to Detroit. They'll beat Detroit. But guess what? That's 10 losses for the Chargers. That's a 7-10 and record for the Chargers. What? Herbert? What? What's the... How do you... What are... Uh... Chargers are just like the Raiders. They find the most creative ways to lose football games. 7-10 for the Chargers. All in all, AFC West. Chiefs are in first at 15-2. Broncos in second at 10-7 chargers at thir- in third at seven and ten and the raiders are five and twelve <whistles> interesting interesting but i think it's legit moving on to the national football conference nfc schedule predictions easy enough east to west usually i think it goes east north southwest yeah I think that's how it goes, at least the way we're predicting it. We're starting with the NFC East. Team number one, Dallas Cowboys. Here we go. Cowboys schedule 2023. At New York Giants, victory week one. But the Jets in week two, and they lose. Cardinals in week three, win. New England in week four, win. At San Francisco in week five, loss. At... The Chargers in Week 6, loss. Rams in Week 8, win. Philly at Philly in Week 9, loss. They play the New York Football Giants at home in Week 10. They lose that football game. At Carolina in Week 11, win. Washington Week 12, win. Seattle Week 13, at home, win. Billy week 14 loss at Buffalo week 15 loss at Miami week 16 loss Detroit at home win at Washington week 18 win that puts the Cowboys at nine and eight nine and eight I think that's respectable I think that's fine all things considered nine and eight is going to do them just fine Up next, AFC East. I'm sorry, NFC East. NFC East, NFC East, NFC East. New York football giants, Dallas Cowboys. First game of the year
0: at home. Loss.
1: Arizona week two, win. At San Francisco week three, loss. Seattle at home win at Miami week five loss at Buffalo week six loss Washington football team aka the commanders win New York Jets loss at Las Vegas win at Dallas loss at Washington win New England win Green Bay loss at new orleans win at philly loss they play the rams they beat them you kidding me new year's eve a team from la going out to new york that game is over already philadelphia week 18 loss that puts the new york football giants at eight and nine for the year Pretty respectable, pretty legitimate. That could go plus or minus one or two wins or losses for them in 2023.
0: Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Here we go. 2023 schedule prediction for these guys. Simple enough. Get straight to it. Philadelphia Eagles week one at New England win. Minnesota week two, win. At Tampa Bay week three, win. Washington week four, win. At Los Angeles on week five, win. At the New York Jets week six, win. Miami Dolphins week seven, win. At Washington week eight, win. Dallas week nine, win. 9-0 going into their bye week. Week 11 at Kansas City, W. Buffalo week 12, W. Week 13, San Francisco in Philadelphia. Loss. Week 14, at Dallas, victory. Week 15, at Seattle, loss. Tough place to play. Week 16, New York football giants, win. Week 17 Arizona win, week 18 at New York Football Giants win. 15 and 2 all in all, win the Philadelphia Eagles season is all said and done. Great football team. Great football team. 15 and 2. It's going to happen. Be ready for it. Last but least. Sometimes you say but not least, but last but least. In the NFC East, Washington Commanders. Woof. Going to be a tough year for the old Commanders. I'll tell you something right now. That being said, Arizona week one. Commanders, you're going to lose. At Denver, week two, loss. Buffalo, week three, loss. Philadelphia, week four, loss. Chicago, week five, loss. Loss
0: at atlanta week six win 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 at new
1: york in week seven loss philly week eight loss at new england week nine loss seattle week 10 loss new york week 11 loss dallas week 12 loss miami week thirteen loss Los Angeles at Los Angeles week fifteen loss New York week sixteen loss they lose to San Francisco in week seventeen they lose to Dallas in week eighteen. I got one and sixteen for the
0: commanders this year every
1: year there's going to be one of those teams, a couple of those teams that just takes it on the chin it's gonna be the commanders this year so to recap the nfc east i got the eagles at 15 and 2 cowboys at 9 and 8 giants at 8 and 9 commanders at 1 and 16 Whew. tough one It's what it is eagles are unbelievable nfc north the nfc north the frigid the battle-tested we're going alphabetical. Guess who's first? NFC North 2023 Chicago Bears. Week 1 Green Bay loss.
0: Week 2 at Tampa Bay win.
1: Week 3 Kansas City loss. Week 4 Denver loss
0: week five at washington win week six minnesota loss
1: las vegas or vegas coming to chicago in week seven victory at los angeles in week eight loss at new orleans in week nine victory Carolina week 10 victory at Detroit in week 11 loss at Minnesota week 12 loss by week week 13 Detroit comes to Chicago home field advantage double u Cleveland week 13, week 15 at Cleveland w Arizona week 16 w atlanta week 17 w green bay week 18 in lambeau absolutely no chance they win that football game but that gives them eight losses that would be nine wins on the year for the chicago bears nine and eight i think it's very possible i think it's very legitimate step up this year for Justin Fields in the Chicago Bears who are always going to put together a competitive team to some degree nine and eight for the Bears moving on in the a and the NFC North the Detroit football Lions week one Kansas City for the Lions I mean you don't go to Kansas City and win any football games ever so they lose Seattle week two they lose Atlanta week three win Green Bay at Green Bay week four loss Carolina week five win at Tampa Bay week six win at Baltimore week seven loss Las Vegas week eight win at LA week nine against the Chargers loss Chicago in Detroit win Green Bay at home win at New Orleans win At Chicago, loss. Denver, loss. Minnesota in Minnesota, that's a loss. At Dallas, win. Minnesota at home, loss. That puts them at nine and, I'm sorry, eight and nine. Eight and nine for the Detroit Lions this year. That's very respectable. Again, that's probably right where we expect the Detroit Lions to be. Eight wins, nine losses. It's fine by me. You got Jared Goff at quarterback. Got a rookie back. Defense was really bad last year. Eight and nine, solid. Could fluctuate plus or minus one win or one loss. Moving on, Green Bay Pack. Green Bay Packers 2023 schedule. What do you guys think? I'll tell you what it's going to ha- what what exactly is going to happen with the Packers in 2023. Week 1 at Chicago.
0: I don't know. What did we say? <laughs> I don't remember. But I think week 1 at Chicago they lose that game.
1: Week two, at Atlanta, they win that game. Week three, New Orleans, they win that game. And Detroit, week four, they win that game. Week five, at Las Vegas, they win that. And they come out of these games four and one in their first five. Get a bye week in week six. They lose to Denver in week seven. They lose to Minnesota in week eight. They beat the Rams in week nine. They lose to Pittsburgh in week 10. They lose to the Chargers in week 11. They lose at Detroit in week 12. They lose to Kansas city in week 13.
0: They lose to New York in week
1: 14. They beat Tampa Bay in week 15. They beat Carolina in week 16. They lose to Minnesota in week 17. And they lose to Chicago in week 18. That puts them at eight and nine. I love it. I love it. Eight and nine. It's exactly where they're gonna be. Jordan Love is fine. They're fine. They're young. They're inexperienced. Eight and nine is about where I expect them to be.
0: Last team in the NFC North. The old Vikes.
1: Kirko Chain Kirko Chains, right? Kirk Cousins. Minnesota Vikings 2023 schedule will go as follows. Tampa Bay week one, W. At Philly week two, big time loss. They beat the Chargers at home in week three. They beat the Panthers in week four. They lose to Kansas City. At Chicago,
0: win. San Francisco, loss. At Green Bay. Loss.
1: Atlanta, week nine, win. New Orleans, week 10, win. Denver, week 11, win. Chicago, at home in week 12, win. At Las Vegas in week 14, win. Detroit, I'm sorry, Cincinnati in week 15, loss. Detroit, week 16, win. Green Bay in week 17 win at Detroit in week 18. That's a win for them as well. That's five losses. That's 12 wins for the Minnesota Vikings, 12 and 5 when we're all said and done. To recap the NFC North, I got 12 and 5 for the Vikings. I got 8 and 9 for the Bears, 8 and 9 for the Packers, and I think 8 and 9 for the Lions. It's going to be a pretty mid division. The Vikings are the best team in that division moving on to the nfc south man woof 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 oh boy woof woof this is going to be a tough division and i mean tough by tough to watch we'll start with the atlanta falcons in the nfc south carolina week one they beat them i guess green bay week two they lose detroit week three they lose Jacksonville week 4 they lose, they beat Houston. They lose to Washington. No, 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 they lose to Houston. They lose to Houston. So they lose to Green Bay, Detroit, Jacksonville, Houston. They beat Washington. They lose to Tampa Bay, they lose to Tennessee, they lose Minnesota. They beat Arizona, they lose to New Orleans, they lose to the Jets, they lose to Tampa Bay again. They beat Carolina in week 15. They lose to Indy, they lose at Chicago, and they lose to New Orleans. That puts them at 12 losses. That's five and twelve on the year for the Atlanta Falcons with their wins coming against Carolina in week one. Uh Washington, Arizona, Carolina again. Oh no, that's four, right? Let's let's do this one again. Let's go through the Falcons again. Because I think I switched a couple halfway through, and that's not going to work. NFC South predictions 2023, starting with the Atlanta Falcons. In week one, they beat Carolina at home. Then they lose to Green Bay. Then they lose to Detroit. Then they lose to Jacksonville. They beat Houston. They beat Washington. So they're 3 3 for the first six. That's right. They lose to Tampa Bay. They lose to Tennessee. They lose to Minnesota. Beat Arizona. They take a bye. They lose to New Orleans. They lose to New York. They lose to Tampa Bay. They beat Carolina again. They lose to Indianapolis. They lose at Chicago. And they lose to New Orleans. 5-12. and 5-12 and 12 for the Atlanta Falcons this year. It's going to be a rough one for the Falcons. It's okay. It is what it is. Up next in the NFC South. It's going to be a tough year for the Panthers, man. Holy cow, is it going to be a tough year. Carolina Panthers, 2023 schedule.
0: Atlanta week
1: one loss, New Orleans week two loss, Seattle week three loss, Minnesota week four loss, Detroit week five loss, Miami week six loss, they beat Houston in week eight. Indianapolis in week nine, loss, Chicago at Chicago week 10, loss. Cowboys
0: week 11, loss. Tennessee week 12 loss, Tampa Bay loss, New Orleans week 14
1: loss, Atlanta week 15 loss, Green Bay week 16 loss, Jacksonville week 17 loss, Tampa Bay week 18, they beat them. Give me two and 15, two and 15 for the Carolina Panthers. It's going to be a rough year and that's okay. Two and
0: fifteen. We had four. We had five and
1: twelve for the the Falcons, right? New Orleans Saints, twenty twenty three schedule. Derek Carr back in town or in town, I should say. Here we go. Let's go Saints. Let's go. Week one, Tennessee loss. They beat Carolina at Green Bay loss. Uh, they beat Tampa Bay at home. At New England, loss. They beat Houston. Jacksonville, loss. At Indianapolis, win. Chicago, win. At Minnesota, loss. Atlanta, at Atlanta, win. Detroit, loss. Carolina, win. New York Giants, loss. At Los Angeles, loss. At Tampa Bay, loss. Atlanta, finish off the season. They win, I guess. That's seven and ten for the New Orleans Saints. That's uh, about as much as I can expect out of those guys. It is going to be a tough year, but I think it, it'll be fine. Whatever you know, ten. You know, Derek Carr is also a guy a quarterback that just like his team suffers the most devastating losses. Man, holy cow! Last but not least, NFC South final team: Tampa Bay Bucks. Let's go. Twenty twenty three Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule. Minnesota at Minnesota week one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is for sure a loss. Chicago week two win Philadelphia week three loss at New Orleans loss Detroit loss Atlanta win at Buffalo loss Houston win Tennessee loss San Francisco loss at Indianapolis win
0: Carolina win at Atlanta. Loss at Green Bay. Loss Jacksonville. Loss New Orleans at home. Win
1: at Carolina. Win or loss. I think I got to polish that one up a little bit, but ultimately. Oh, we'll go through it again. Let's do it again to, to clarify all the losses. So they're going to lose to Minnesota, Philadelphia, Detroit, Buffalo, Tennessee, San Francisco, Green Bay, Jacksonville. They lose to New Orleans once.
0: And they probably lose to Carolina once.
1: I I think 7-10 and 10 is pretty respectable, all things considered, in Tampa Bay. Uh, they were below 500 last year with Tom Brady, and now they have Baker Mayfield. So there's a legitimate chance, as we go through those divisions, that there's a 7-10 and 10 division winner in the NFC South. I think it's a bad conference, or a bad division, specifically. I had the Falcons at 5-12, and 12, I had the Panthers at 2-15, New Orleans and Tampa Bay at 7-10 each. Woof. Final division in the National Football Conference. The NFC West. The NFC West. Going with the Cardinals, baby. Cardinals 2023 schedule. I'll be the first ones to tell you guys, man. It's going to be a rough year in Arizona. A rough year. Week one, Washington loss week 2 new york loss week 3 dallas loss week 4 san francisco loss week 5 cincinnati loss week 6 los angeles loss week 7 seattle loss week 8 baltimore loss week 9 cleveland loss uh week 10 atlanta loss week 12 at houston win week 12 la rams at home, win, week 13, Pittsburgh loss, San Francisco loss, at Chicago loss, at Philly loss, and Seattle loss. That's two wins. That is 15 losses for the the Atlanta Cardinals. Atlanta Cardinals, holy cow, the Arizona Cardinals. Two wins, 15 losses for the Arizona Cardinals. It's going to be a tough year in Arizona. It's going to be a tough year. Kyler Murray's out. It's just, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad.
0: L.A. Rams.
1: 2023 schedule prediction. What's going to happen with the 2023 L.A. Rams? I'll tell you right now. Week one at Seattle, the Rams are going to lose. And they're going to lose to San Francisco then they're going to lose at, at Cincinnati. They will beat the Indianapolis Colts. They will lose to the Philadelphia Eagles. They will beat the Arizona Cardinals. They will lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They will lose to the Cowboys. They will lose at Green Bay. They will lose at Seattle. They will beat Arizona. So let's see. One, two, three, four. One, two, three losses, four losses. Let's start it over. Seattle, week one loss. San Francisco, week two loss. Cincinnati, week three loss. Indianapolis, week four win. Cincinnati, week five loss. Arizona, they beat them. They lose to Pittsburgh. They lose to Dallas. They lose to Green Bay. They lose to Seattle again. They beat Arizona. They beat Cleveland. So they have back-to-back wins against Arizona and Cleveland. They lose to Baltimore. They beat Washington. They beat New Orleans. They lose to San Francisco. and They lose to New York and they lose to San Francisco. That is 11 losses for the LA
0: Rams this year.
1: That's 6-11 and for the LA Rams. It's not good. It's not good. I'll tell you right now, it's not good but the rams aren't good uh they were flashy two or three years ago they won the super bowl now they're not good san francisco 49ers 2023 uh schedule 49ers man holy cow do they just win football games here we go 2023 49ers schedule at pittsburgh in week one victory rams a week two victory week three new york football giants victory Arizona, week four, win. Dallas, week five, win. Cleveland, week six, win. Minnesota, at Minnesota,
0: loss. Cincinnati, at home, win. At Jacksonville,
1: week 10, win. Tampa Bay, week 11, win. At Seattle, week 12, loss. At
0: Philly, week 13, win. Seattle, week 14. Loss again. Love it.
1: Arizona, week 15, win. Baltimore, week 16, loss. No, that's a win. We'll run it back again. 2023 San Francisco 49ers schedule at Pittsburgh win at LA win Giants win Arizona win Dallas win Cleveland win at Minnesota loss Cincinnati at home win at Jacksonville win Tampa Bay win at Seattle loss at Philly loss no that's a win actually that's right because I had Philly losing to him so they beat Philadelphia win at Pittsburgh win in LA beat New York, beat Arizona, beat Dallas, beat Cleveland. They lose to Minnesota. They beat Cincinnati. They beat Jacksonville. They beat Tampa Bay. They lose to Seattle. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles. They lose to Seattle again. They beat Arizona. They beat Baltimore, Washington, and L.A. to wrap out their season. That's three losses. That's 14 wins. I got 14 and three for the San Francisco 49ers in 2023 last team to cover last team to cover seattle seahawks baby here we go seahawks home field it's lethal it's deadly what do we got for it's in 2023 the rams week one win detroit week two win carolina week three win New York, week four. At New York, they will lose that game. Cincinnati, week five, they will lose that game. Arizona, they win. Cleveland, they win. At Baltimore, loss. Washington, win. Rams, win. San Francisco, win. At Dallas, loss. San Francisco, win. Philadelphia, loss.
0: At Tennessee, loss.
1: Pittsburgh, win. Arizona, win. I think all in all, going through their losses on the calendar, Cincinnati, at New York, at Baltimore, Philadelphia, and at Tennessee, that is five losses for Wait, is that five they lose to New York, Cincinnati, Baltimore at Dallas, six losses, 11 and six, 11 and six for the Seattle Seahawks to recap, they beat the Rams. They lose. The, no, no, no. They beat the Rams. They beat Detroit. They beat Carolina. They lose to New York. They lose to Cincinnati, they beat Arizona, they beat Cleveland, they lose at Baltimore, they beat Washington, they beat LA, they beat San Francisco, they lose at Dallas, they beat San Francisco again, they lose to Philly, they lose at Tennessee, they beat Pittsburgh, and they beat Arizona. So that is 11-6 for the Seattle Seahawks 2023. To recap the NFC West, had the 49ers at 14 and three Seahawks at 11 and six Rams at seven and 10 and the Cardinals I think were two and 15 or one and 16 not good but that is it and that will do it for this episode it ran long guys an hour and a half hopefully you guys enjoyed it predicted them all we'll do potentially award predictions playoff predictions you know uh things of those nature but as far as division winners it's based on these predictions today right so that's it that's all we got for you guys today on this amazing beautiful wonderful sensational episode 60 of the we know ball podcast hopefully you guys enjoyed it catch you guys in the next one peace